0: Hello, Steve. Hello, Joe. It's time to game classy.
1: When we put it up on YouTube, maybe that might help out people. So that way we have the subtitles. Because you know anyone younger than the age of 38 can't watch TV without subtitles at this point.
0: I, I I do like subtitles.
1: I... Well, I mean, you're I'll give you a pass just because you probably spent most of your childhood watching television with subtitles.
0: That is accurate, actually.
1: <laughs> I mean, and it was because it was from a foreign country, not yes. because not because you're like, it's the meme with Velma without her glasses, where she's like, my glasses, my glasses, I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> Sorry, I can't I can't watch without My subtitles. It's like I can't hear television without my
0: subtitles. Yeah, I I, I blame a lot of that on. um uh audio balancing uh to be honest but i
1: do kind of i also think it's because um most younger people don't actually actively watch television also true it's it's more of a thing that they're doing while multitasking and i will tell you most people cannot multitask they say they can multitask they cannot multitask Mm -hmm. I go with the Ron Swanson quote of "Why half-ass multiple things when you can whole-ass one thing?" <laughs> but I want a half-ass. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm just uh, I'm 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 poking fun at the youngins, at the utes, at the Utes. There were the two Utes. Yes. You know, they. I, I appreciate that the the younger generations have come out swinging with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is which is good, you know. It's millennials. We we were very passive when we we, we came of age, but the younger generations—they're coming out swinging. They're they're doing some some fancy ducking and weaving, and posting hole on Twitter. Posting hole, <laughs> posting like butthole. <laughs> yeah, like butthole. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you, maybe you meant the the Shia LaBeouf vehicle holes. Oh, With no. Bernie Weaver. No, no, but no. that is that that is a uh, that is a good movie. I hear. And and Tim Blake Nelson, it is a very good movie. I've, I've watched it multiple times. It's one of those ones that they show in high school now, mm, quite okay. a bit, um, because they they read the book and the movie is a pretty good adaptation of the book. Yeah, it's actually a sense. pretty good movie. So I suppose that
0: all makes sense. That that all that all
1: checks out. Not like that awful. I'm trying to think of a good movie that everybody likes. Um, Citizen Kane. Yeah. Yes. No, Citizen Kane is a fantastic movie. I'm joking.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll let you in know, on a little secret. I've never seen Citizen Kane.
1: You either. yeah, you've you've never seen Citizen. But they showed the ceiling, Steve. They showed the ceiling. They Showed the ceiling. And I, know, I know the whole. Uh, I know the whole. You know the uh,
0: rosebud. I know. No,
1: you have bad. to do it like Maurice Lamarche does it.
0: Oh, rosebud. Rosebud. I can't do it like. Yeah. Every time I'm watching Rose something frozen peas full of country goodness and green penis. penis. Oh, <laughs> that's, terrible. that's terrible. I quit. Well, just a handful for the road. Oh, oh, they're yeah. even better frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching.
1: Uh, we're doing our Simpsons Treehouse of Horror Marathon. And I actually want to do that, too. And well, we do it every year. And we're on like season 16 where it's getting awful, like just yeah. almost unwatchable and but it does come back around towards the later seasons
0: the, yeah I, I, I saw one that was somewhat recent that i actually did like i thought it was pretty good and i figured yeah. it was a fluke and going by the, the rotten tomatoes for the season it was a fluke it was like it was like the one good episode in the entire season so
1: yeah i can't watch simpsons anymore i just can't do it it's so sad because like julie kavner's voice sounds awful and and it's just like just let these people die um or you no, know the let them, <laughs> yeah, let them quit no they don't want to quit that's the thing is they that make is so that much is, money that is true no you're right the um but i was a uh, good was saying the treehouse of horror i think it was f- 15 or 16 mm-hmm. but they did um war of the worlds and they had you know the um orson wells on there and of course who are you going to get to do orson wells But maurice lamarche and it's just it's so funny that he's done that voice in so many different cartoons oh and yeah it, absolutely it's just like, you need Orson Welles, get Maurice LaMarche. But it's like, but also at the same time, Steve, who the fuck even knows who Orson Welles is?
0: <laughs> you know what? I, honestly, like to like real talk, like I know who Orson Welles is. And I, and I know Orson Welles's voice, but in my head, if I try to think about Orson Welles's voice, I only hear Maurice LaMarche.
1: I, I, yeah. At this point, because most people our age, which is older, by the way, it's over 40. Mm-hmm. um, Most people only like, we maybe have seen uh, Citizen Kane, maybe, uh, and if we're, and if you're lucky, you've probably seen Touch of Evil, which is pretty fun. It's got Chuck Heston as a Mexican. Um, <laughs> but then, like most people younger than us, probably don't even watch Citizen Kane anymore, unless uh, you're like in a film class. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not, that sounds like something that you'd be, you'd watch if you were in a specific class for it. Yeah, I mean, I I watched Citizen Kane because people in my family like movies. So they're like, we're going to watch the greatest movie ever made. And so we watched Citizen Kane. Um,
0: but I don't think younger kids are going to be like that. Yes. I was—I don't think I probably I probably wouldn't really like it. it, it actually, doesn't, you it doesn't seem like a movie that's up my alley. A not really, but it's a very, very, very good movie. I'm not going to lie. It's
1: got amazing acting, amazing editing. You know, The camera works great. The story is actually really compelling. I mean that's um, good. I mean I'm gonna give it a, a good shot. Well, the thing is, is it's a mystery. Mm, so, okay. So that's what makes it kind of fun. Um, in the in the longer, it's not like a murder mystery or anything like that, but it's about a journalist uncovering a mystery. Mm, okay. My my favorite
0: old movie is probably uh the Maltese Falcon. No, Maltese Falcon's great. Yeah, I really like that movie.
1: I think if I had to pick an old tiny movie that I really enjoy watching on a regular basis, it would probably be Casablanca. Asa blanca. Asa blanca. That's the other <laughs> version of the movie I like watching. Good. Come here, Louie. We're going to go we're going to create an Eiffel Tower on Elsa. <laughs> you got to do the high five. Yes. And then at the end he goes, "We'll always have Paris." <laughs> <laughs> perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect right there. All right. So, welcome to Game Classy. I'm your host Joe and with me is always my co-host Steve. Hello, hello, hello. Um, I want to talk about something today that we may have talked about on the podcast already. and But the problem is is that Steve and I don't remember if we talked on the podcast about this. Yes, <laughs> confir- confirm that we don't remember. Um, I I texted him last night. I'm like, did we ever talk about this on the podcast? And he's like, I don't think so. Uh, no, actually, I think you said no. But Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly th- certain we didn't. We didn't. But, but I, can't I can't be 100%. 100%. Yeah, because I talked about this on the Discord with some people. And I talked about this with Steve in chat. But we wanted to talk about the delay of a Legion's Imperialis or a yes. uh, new epic, as I like to call it. NU ne- with NEPIC. Nepic. Yeah. NEPIC. NEPIC. New epic. I, NEPIC. I like saying new epic, like new metal, like with the NU. Oh, Ooh,
0: that's good too. Yeah.
1: yeah. New epic. New epic. Yeah, no, like, that's good too. I like that. Just like how epic and uh, um, new metal was full of edge lords who were like, really into terrible rock and roll and terrible metal music <laughs> uh this is a uh, also for edge lords who are into a terrible new game no i'm sure the game
0: is in, in, into fascism
1: yeah into fascism <laughs> so uh, everyone probably has covered this on all the other podcasts but as we all know game classy is on the pulse that's right we the are you could say that we are the pulse we are the pulse yeah you can not say the, that. what are we then the the, the, the early 2000s horror movie the pulse
0: uh you know what that movie is really really good is it i don't know if i've ever seen it oh uh, yeah we watched the japanese version don't watch the american remake but the, the oh, japanese okay. version is very good is uh, that- and a lot of it is the same reasons that you just said citizen is good like the cinematography is really good the the shots are good there's there's a there's a hallway scene with a ghost coming down a hallway it's one of the most like it's it's not scary but it, it's definitely one of the weirdest and like most disturbing like ghost scenes i think i've ever seen
1: all right. Slight tangent here. And I know that's what everybody loves comes to this podcast for. It's true. I watched the the it was on Shudder. It was like the hundred scariest moments in, in movies, mm-hmm. like this little like television documentary. Sometimes I like watch them just because they're good background noise. And you know how many times they would bring up fucking audition as like the scariest <laughs> moment? And really? I'm like, eh. Audition is not scary. It's just gross.
0: Yeah, Audition is not a sc- I mean I I like Audition I think it's I think it's a I think it it's mission statement is perfectly delivered. Um yeah. it's but uh, it's not will, scary.
1: Yeah, I'm I am not a big fan of uh, Audition. I appreciate it. I watched it. I know that it's good. I'm just never going to watch it again
0: right i would say i mean i it, i believe it delivers its mission statement like what it wants to do it executes perfectly whether or not you want that it's probably it's definitely on on you as a person but what it does it does very well uh, i will i will it say that.
1: <laughs> it in terms of world cinema, it does. In terms of like a modern American, not a modern American, but like an American movie, it definitely does not fit with the normal standards of American movies.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know that movie's definitely fucked up, like for sure. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm just talking about in terms
0: of like story. It's
1: like, oh, oh this is a sure. yeah. a happy love story, and blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden it's just like the last five minutes of the movie. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. Well, it's Takashi Miike, he, you know, I know it's Takashi Miike, he
0: actually my, my my favorite Takashi Miike is a movie I don't hear about very often, but it's called The Happiness of the Katakuris. Mm. Uh, it's a musical Ooh. and it's it's deranged, like it's so good. Um, And the special effects in the movie are all practical and a bunch of them, what they do is they actually. So think of it like uh, like a modern movie where like they use CG for everything or for all the special effects. Uh, what they use in the happiness of the Katakuris is stop motion. Oh, okay. And like, they'll, they'll do like a person. And then the person will suddenly cut to an obvious stop motion, like clay model of the person. And then like a really fucked up stop motion scene happens. It's great. It's really good. I, I, I strongly recommend it. It's a great musical too. Like it's, it's disturbing, weird, and it's a fantastic musical. I don't hear people talking about it a lot though, but it is one of his earliest movies. So that's probably why.
1: I mean, Takashi Miike, if you want to talk about a guy with a very, very um, (sighs) diverse filmography
0: True, (laughs) that is true
1: Yeah, I mean, you're, you're talking about a guy, like, didn't he do like a, uh he directed like the Jojo's Bizarre Adventure live action movie or something he, like he that. did. He did. And, and people loved it.
0: Like people loved it. it was, yeah. Yeah. People loved it. They said it was great. So, yeah,
1: this is like the guy who's done some of the most recognizable horror movies and action movies of the 2000s. And like lately, all he's done. I'm looking at it right now. He's done like live action anime remakes.
0: Yeah, he's he's done. Um, He did some kids stuff, too, which is really well received yeah. as well. Yeah, I, I I remember liking Thirteen Assassins. That was a yeah. good one. Thirteen Assassins is good. But yeah. anyway, let's get back to
1: epic. Let's get back. To, I know I can. I got you on a tangent with Japanese movies. So I <laughs> <Yes>. apologize. <laughs> it's good though. Second tangent on this hallmark. You know, my wife had never heard in the term weeb before. Really? That's yeah. Surprising. Well, we she works weeb. We <laughs> <laughs> she works with this girl who's like like you, uh, uh, a Japanophile. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, because uh, she was saying like she was talking about something and she was like cuz you know that she's into japanese culture i go yeah she's a weeb and then my like she's like my, my wife was like what i was like yeah weeboo and she's like what what's that and my daughter just started laughing because like and she's just, how have you never heard this term before <laughs> that's great. and my daughter is 10 years old so there you go that's great <laughs> yeah um anyway so Most people have already covered it, that Legion's Imperialis has been massively delayed. It was supposed to be out last month, I think, or even in August at this point. But it just keeps getting delayed and keeps getting delayed. And there's no real word on why it's being delayed. But there are a couple rumors. Um, So first rumor is that we're going to go with the non-offensive one first, Steve. The first rumor is, is that the rule book is so riddled with mistakes mm-hmm. that it's um, unreadable. It's it's like if we ship this, we would have
0: to immediately put out a new rule book. Yeah. So like uh, like the Dark Souls RPG that didn't get quality checked that came up with which became an unplayable game. And they were like, yeah, sorry, we're going to make a new version of the book. Yeah. Or. um. War Machine Mark three. Remember when that initial release? Yes, came out? yeah. And the scorn—the entire scorn army list was wrong. I remember yeah.
1: that. Yeah. So it's like the this wouldn't have been as big a gaff because both of the games that we just talked about were the flagship games of their respective companies. True. And this is a little side game, and if and trust me, Games Workshop were like rulebook rid- riddled with rule mistakes. Que lastima. <laughs> que lastima. Yeah. Dolor me stomacho. <laughs> Dolor me stomacho. Um but I think the second rumor is the funny one. And that is that the rule book had quotes from um the Nazis in it.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> the Nazi youth,
1: um, is what I heard. Hitler youth, that's what was the rumor? Yeah. Yeah, the Hitler Ruth, uh, Youth was a rumor. I don't, I was looking for it before we started uh, recording, just so to see if I see if I could find the quote that, that was put in there. I have not seen it though. Um, so I, I can't say. And here's the thing is that there is no actual documentation about either of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, what we do know, we do know some things. We know one that the initial preview copies were sent to a bunch of gamer podcasts and YouTube shows so that they could do unboxings and be like, whoa, look at this sprue of stuff that we've never seen sprues of stuff before. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, you know, those guys, yes. Um actually one of the few shows that I watch Goobertown Town Hobbies. Uh, he did a really good uh, thing about why unboxing is stupid and why Games Workshop should stop sending shit to people, <laughs> which oh, yeah. I thought was really brave of him. Um, I thought it was fantastic, but he uh but the but they specifically had in the rule book that they sent in the preview copies with. Basically, they, the rule books were wrapped in plastic and said, do not open, send immediately back to Games Workshop. Hmm. So no one if you want to keep that gravy train going, you're not going to open it. You're not going to risk it. You know, Uh you will, will not risk it because it's not for a biscuit. It's not for a biscuit. Exactly. You don't want to. You don't actually want to be news. You just want to, you know, suck at the corporate tea.
0: I will say for as much as I don't like unboxings, I do like, um, like book reveals, like, like a, like a rule book reveal. I like when they, like when they do that, go over the art a little bit and like show, I do like that, but I don't like unboxings. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all pretty much the,
1: the same for me. It's, when, if you show a picture of the contents of the box, I'm I'm relatively happy with it. I don't need to see like sprues and stuff like
0: yeah, that. Yeah, that that's what I mean. It's it's like I mean I don't care about the sprues. Like it's like I know what sprues look like. It's not interesting to see gray plastic. But like with a book, I might be like, oh, cool new art, or you know, just just things, just, just like a little like, ooh, that's neat. But like I don't need to see a a, a 55 minute video on it. Like a a 60 second like teaser clip of a, of the contents of a book is is what I'm talking about. That's all I need. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for me, it's
1: the I. The only time I ever wish I saw a sprue was when I saw the Plastic Games Workshop Spartan Land Raider. I kind of wish I had seen that sprue before I started build uh, before I opened it up because God, I was so like angry when I saw how many pieces that model kit was. In. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I am an adult without time to do this. Games Workshop. Uh, I could, I could 3d print a Spartan land Raider in three parts. I don't need to be (laughs) doing 800,000 parts for this land Raider. It's a gorgeous kit. Mind you, Steve, it's a gorgeous kit, but, Mm. and it went together so beautifully, but I don't have the time to put that together. Like you got, you got to have someone who doesn't have a wife or kids or life or job to put together something like that. Right. (laughs) I think It took me like six months to put together. No, not that long. It definitely. But it did take me like a week. It's an extreme amount. We'll just say an extreme amount of time. Yes. Uh, an unfairly extreme amount of time to do that. Plus, you know, Space Marines being still being at this point. What? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten parts is not good. Mm. It's not good, sir. <laughs> uh, anyway. But yes, they so they, they did not have anybody able to open the rule book and no one did it. And there's no pictures on the internet of any of this. Mm -hmm. So as far as I know, all of this is circumstantial rumor in terms of why they rescinded the book more than likely. It's because the rules are printed wrong or something similar to that. Yeah. But the, the, so what they had to do was they had to recall all the books and in order to get out the game in a good amount of time, they couldn't rely on Chinese printing because we've talked about this on the podcast before you got to have a long lead up time to get the Chinese stuff done.
0: Right, Steve? Oh, absolutely. An absolutely huge amount of time. Like you need a massive, massive amount of time. Like, like whatever you could possibly speculate and think of, you need more than that.
1: Yeah, because not only would they need to uh, print everything, do the entire print run, but then they would have to be able to make sure that they could get it on a boat and ship to the UK, which more than likely would go through the, (laughs) the, the uh, Suez Canal, and that would, you know, boat could get stuck there again and everything get stuck again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, probably I can't say for sure, but you would at least have to wait a year in order to get that out at that point.
0: Yeah, it depends. Like, that's the other thing too. Is like, um, there's so much, you know, I, I've talked about before, but like a, you know, a one day delay at the port exponentially delays your arrival. Like. It's like, oh, it's only a day. Like that does not make it. That does not. That does not mean it's going to show up to you a day late. A day to late, the port means it's going to show up to you four weeks late. Uh, that, that's 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 the level of uh, you know, uh, mul- multiplicative issues that you deal with when you have just what seems like a small delay. So like that Suez Canal thing, like it was funny. Don't get me wrong, very funny. But like that delayed shit for like some stuff was delayed for a year because of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, trust me, I, I I get it. I mean, but the oh, so to finish that thought is that so they had to go with a U.K. printer, which means they're taking a bath because of um, Brexit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, they're taking a bath on the printing uh, because, you know, you got to deal with specific U.K. cardboard and paper and facilities and stuff like that, which are probably three times the cost of China. Which is fair. You should be paying people normal living wages to work on this sort of stuff. Sure. But, of course, it's, it's, they're a corporation, so they're like, oh, good lord, we're taking a bath on this.
0: <laughs> Why not line go up even more?
1: Yes. We're taking a bath on this, and not the good bath that's mentioned in Chanterbury Tales. Um, This is a bad bath. <laughs> the BB. The bad bath. bad bath. <laughs> Do you think that they shower or bathe in the UK?
0: Um i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure there's i think oh you know actually i don't fucking know i I do know that uh, i know a lot of uk um restrooms are separated from the bath i do know that yes
1: yeah the uh what i did what i also found out brazil takes the most showers per capita out of the entire world brazil also has
0: electric showers Ooh. Yeah, Brazil Brazil shower Brazil in Brazil showers are heated uh by an electric thing. So oh, there you go. <laughs> an electric shower. That's uh that sounds dangerous, Steve. I'm not going to lie. You know, it's on brand for Brazil. Man. Usually if I hear something about Brazil, I'm like I, like I'm like, "Hmm, would that be somewhere in America?" Yes. Okay. That that checks out. <laughs> yes. Cuz yeah. cuz that's that's legit. Like not even kidding like Brazil and America are shockingly similar.
1: Yeah. One of the things that interests me about the UK, though, lately is, you know, they don't have air conditioners in the UK. They don't have air conditioning. They don't have air when uh, like they're even, very rare. That's, yeah. Yeah, they're very rare. And then people are complaining about the heat. And I'm like, why don't you just buy an air conditioner? But like, I know it's like maybe not something that you want to do, but if it's something you got to do, it's something you got to do
0: it's it's funny because like it's like it's 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 like we're using so much electricity and power so the entire planet is 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 heating too much well the only way to combat that is to use even more power to cool ourselves off (laughs) Well, Uh, well trust me look to everybody out
1: there It's not the people using the air conditioners. That is is true. It's like three companies. Like if we just ate the boards of these three companies, which is probably close to like less than 50 people. I mean, we could all just take a bite and it would be a fair share. Well, I'll be guilty in cannibalism, but we'll have get rid of the board of directors for these three companies. We'd probably (laughs) cool down the planet significantly. Yeah. Probably not wrong. Yeah. Well, it was (laughs) tangent number four for this podcast. I was, uh, uh, on npr looking at their news reports and npr drives me nuts because um they're very they have a very liberal bent mm-hmm. and i you know me i'm a much more progressive person mm-hmm. and i got so mad because i saw an article that said worried about climate change these eight podcasts will help you come out with unique ways <laughs> to with
0: it. i got so mad
1: at that because i'm like yeah. well, it's, only npr would be like you know Climate change is bad, but here's some podcasts to help you
0: deal with it. Jesus Christ! Yeah, well the the other the other big issue is um, uh, eat people. M- well, military. Like I think the U.S. government's responsible for like sixty percent of the planet's emissions. Like, yeah, probably. Just, just uh, one.
1: not the we're not that bad, but it's yeah. it's very high.
0: Like the military, it's like is the U.S. Very, yeah, very they, the
1: the military is very high in, in that. But, yeah. yes, yeah, you are correct as well, which is also why I want more money going towards universal health care and not bombing children in the Middle East. Yeah, it's like, how are you going to fix
0: that? Like you can, you can tell that you, 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 t- you tell you tell the government that they can't have one extra nine millimeter and they shut down. <laughs> yes, yes, you are correct.
1: Um, anyway. So, yeah, they're they're doing that. And then so they're going to get once the books are fully printed and they're able to put them back in the boxes. And I know that there's some warehouse issues as well going on in the UK because of Brexit. They had to, like, redo all of their warehouse, whatever have you. So it's a it's a it's a logistics nightmare going on right now. Mm. So if you were looking forward to a new epic, your your SOL for in the time being, it probably won't be released until November at this point. Yes.
0: But hey, you know, there's something to do during the winter.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I uh, the games plus auction is this weekend and I put all of my epic stuff up because I'm like, I'm not dealing with it. So Ooh, maybe you'll get maybe you might get a big payday there, bro. Maybe I have a lot of epic stuff. I have the four original boxes. So I have the second edition box with this blood angel on the cover. You know, the one that says, mm-hmm. you know, Warhammer epic 40,000. And yeah. then I have the two original Space Marine boxes. And, you know, the one the famous one with the Al Pacino yes Uh, yes the the pacino
0: of course you never forget the pacino through the scarface shot
1: (laughs) and i also put the um uh the original adeptus titanicus box in there nice so all of that is in there uh well you know hundreds of models well thousands of models pretty much at this point um i don't know if it's complete but everything is still in there from when i bought them so we'll see i put them all as one big lot and was like 400 bucks let's see if it goes all right yeah, good luck yeah i mean i would have put it for less hoping to get up to 400 or more but with, with stuff like that you can't take a chance because you know how cheap gamers are
0: yeah I, I mean i've always said to everyone i said i tell everybody like just put the minimum you'd like put the actual minimum you'd take for the shit like yeah. don't don't fuck around don't put it up for five dollars like being like i want two hundred dollars for this so i'm gonna put it up for five don't don't fucking speculate if two hundred dollars is what is your is your actual minimum just put it up for two hundred bucks, because otherwise you're gonna get salty. Like, so like you you happened to miss the one guy with deep pockets who really wants epic stuff. So someone gets it for like sixty bucks. Exactly. Like, then, then you know what? You're just gonna be salty and out your stuff. Literally think... put it up for the thing. You you'd be because like every time I went there, if I put something up for five bucks, I'd be willing to take five dollars for it. So yeah. I mean, didn't we go one time
1: with like it was like a late night after the auction was ended, and they were you know just selling shit regularly,
0: and there was like a ton of epic um Yeah, was the I bought it all. Yeah, it was like I got it all for like next to nothing. Nothing. Was yep. Crazy. I was like, it. They were like, they were like this blister, five bucks, and I was like, sure. I just bid on it, and like no one was bidding on it. And I was just like, it's like I won <laughs> it for five dollars, five dollars, and I was like, what the hell? And I'm like, every piece of that auction, I just kept bidding on, and like no one was competing with me, so I got it all at the. I think I got like, I. I'm pretty sure it was about a thousand dollars worth of tyranid stuff for like 200 bucks
1: yeah and then
0: but that was also you gotta that was
1: probably like 15 years ago so right right you know it was a it was a different time for a lot of the collectible market true true yeah i mean the god fucking collectible market is insane right now yeah it's absolutely crazy yeah so i'm hoping that uh all my stuff sells i'm probably not going to pick up legions imperialis i'm 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 really, really trying not to get into new games at this point.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I was I actually had a, like a uh, I had a uh, I had a come to GW moment about um, <laughs> about uh, come to
1: Jeebus Johnson moment come
0: to Jeebus Johnson about uh, Darkest Dungeon because uh, we picked up Darkest Dungeon at my work and I was like oh man like the game looks so fucking cool and then like I, I I looked I literally looked behind me and I looked at my half uh, my my in progress cursed city. And I'm like, I've never- oh, so you did pick up Curse City. Yeah, yeah I have Curse City.
1: And yeah, I'm like, we're going to have to talk because I still can't figure out how the boss mechanics work.
0: Okay. When, as soon as I start playing it, I will I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, but it was, it's actually funny because I, I looked back and I was just like, I still haven't played this game. And I, I, I looked and I was like, I, I literally took it off my cart and I was like, I'm not going to buy this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so like yeah so I'm like I agree with you and I get it and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fuck with what I got and and if I run out of stuff that I have then I'll worry about new stuff yeah I mean I,
1: I'm that's that is a smart way of doing it I mean when you when you reach a certain age like for me my mortality is in my vision constantly I constantly see the grim specter of death over my shoulder
0: is <laughs> it because I remind you of the grim specter of death <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> That doll is evil. I tells you. evil. <laughs> Here's the problem.
0: Yeah, this thing is set to evil.
1: I uh, I do, I do like the the grandpa bit We're from Treehouse. I think it was three, where he's he goes, uh, we have to kill the boy. Uh, grandpa, how do you know Bart was a vampire? He's a vampire.
0: He's a vampire. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, that's a great. That that that, that is a good. Uh, that's a good gag. Yes. So yeah, the uh. Uh, Oh, yeah,
1: I have the grim specter of death over my shoulder constantly. So I'm like, I can't leave more shit for my wife to take care of when I inevitably die of a heart attack, like mid wank, you know, (laughs) she's going to be so pissed off at whatever porn is on my computer anyway. At that time, I don't want her to have to deal with my body, the porn and my collection of shit. It's Mm. just not fair to her. Yeah, no, that makes
0: sense. And you know what that is, Steve? That's true love. Uh, yeah that's true so that's 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 the kindness and consideration for those you truly love (laughs) yes
1: the kindness and consideration for those you truly love but anyway yeah the that's the um that's the that's the legion Imperialis news that i have so far i mean there's other rumors too that there's some logistics issues going on with the warehouse yeah it it um, could be
0: a million it's and in all honesty it's probably a slurry of the it's probably a slurry of the rumors. There's probably um, like one dude who slipped in some, some sussy line from the Hitler youth. There's also the logistics delays. Then there's also the rules issues. It's probably everything. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm
1: going with the writing and the rules is more of the issue. They're probably, I would you know, like the, the, then the Hitler youth quotes or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying it's not true. I'm saying that they probably wrote something into the book. That kind of sounds like something that that would be in a Hitler Youth handbook and or, or as I like to call it, the Bible. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> edgy of me right now, ain't it? But they um, but but yeah, that's the reason why it's going to they had to pull it and are redoing everything. It's just it's more likely bad writing. It's mm. um, yeah, most likely. rules don't match. Keywords don't match that sort of thing. So. Uh, I already talked a little bit about the Games Plus auction that's going to be starting up. Uh, I we're recording before I'm going, so I'm and I'm not looking for anything in particular. Just as Steve likes to call it, I'm looking for the rarefied cardboard. Yes, <laughs> I mean it's it's the it's basically packaging. That's all I'm looking for because I don't need any minis in particular. But if there's some cool like box sets, I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. That's just where I am. I I like I I'm always looking for good. D D Ral Partha shit or uh Grenadier or any of that stuff because I like it. I've been going actually one of the things I've I've started doing is going and buying uh Ral Partha metal blisters.
0: What yeah, I the Ral Partha stuff's great. I love it. I love the old Ral Partha stuff. It, yeah, the the, the, the like but did I say Ral Partha? I said I meant Reaper, but oh yeah. Reaper. Well Reaper stuff's good too. But yeah, I also yes, like, because that like metals cool. the
1: metal is gonna go away soon. Oh yeah, absolutely. I want to make sure that I get some cool stuff that i've been looking for before it goes away mm. or it becomes impossible to find uh yeah no that makes sense because it's you know what's great about reaper steve you know what's great great you go there and you're like i want to buy this blister how much is it six bucks sweet i can handle that
0: i, I was gonna <laughs> say I, I thought i thought getting the figure and just putting it in its base and being done was the best part but i mean well, that, yeah. what you just said is also good
1: yeah because I, I don't don't get me wrong the Reaper Bones is fine, and it's a little bit cheaper. It's like $2 cheaper, but I'd rather have the metal figure.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I loved their I loved their metals. I thought their metals yeah. were great.
1: Metal figures is a dying breed, man. Uh, you're right. Because I, I, I think about it in terms of, like, the future, and I know uh, a lot of older gamers probably don't think about this, but when they're kids, you know, when, when they're getting rid of their collections and everything else, that plastic and the resin is not going to last it's a, like it, that shit breaks easily. That shit gets, you know, lost. But metal figures, metal figures, especially one piece, nice metal figures. They're around forever. Mm-hmm. Like and and that's going to be the stuff that's worth stuff for maybe future generations. You know, I'm just going to say like a metal Napoleonic army is probably going to go for the same amount of money it goes for now in the future. <laughs> At least maybe adjusted for inflation.
0: You there, probably won't there, pay more for it. But there are a... Um... There are a lot of those smaller. So it I think there's the 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 it's funny you mentioned this because that's those thing I was I was noticing that it seems to be a thing, but I, you remember how like I don't know about 10 years ago all of the boutique companies were using resin for their minis. Yeah. It yeah. seems now that the shift is the boutique companies are now using metal really yeah they're 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 like it's like there's like uh dungeon degenerates like they're they're like they're like little they're like little boutique figures they're all metal guys i think it's i think that's the new shift and the other one that i saw that was really interesting not minis but those big chonky wood chunks i really liked those wood chunks yeah they're 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 like big meeples but they have um illustrations on them oh i know what you're
1: saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i
0: really like those
1: yeah i uh, i actually i posted one of them on their discord that I found recently. And I was talking with uh, Tim about because, you know, Tim loves Met uh, one piece metals. Yeah. And it, the was, weight it feels good in your hand, too. It really does. The Deluvian Miniatures is what it's called. Oh,
0: I saw you link that. It looks those are fucking cool.
1: Yeah, they're they're very old school kind of chunky metals, but they're sculpted really nice. And uh, I love their dinosaurs because all of their dinosaurs are, are based on like old school pictures of dinosaurs that you'd like see in museums before we actually had any sort of like dinosaur scientists who were like, no, the T-Rex would not walk like that <laughs> or, you know, the skull feet. Yeah. The, yeah. Or like the, the guy who was like, this is what a spinosaurus looked like. And it's just like, it, it looks like it should be dead. Yes. It looks like it's like, why have you made me to look like this? I'm in pain. <laughs> but it, it looks like those old school illustrations, which I love about it. So you could do some like really fun steampunky kind of stuff with them. Mm -hmm. Lost World, you know, you could in all sorts of like all those other types of games that have really racist stereotypes, but you just kind of like wave your hand at it because you're like, it was a different time. (laughs) But anyway, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the metal figures. Those are the only things that are going to really survive, I think. Mm. You know, you you think about if mini games survive another 20 years, which they will, um, it's the metal stuff that's going to come back and be people are going to want because there's, it's got a longevity to it yeah except, no, that makes for, sense. except for lead ones they'll die of lead rot that's true and and the owners might die of lead poisoning oh the best just you know if you're gonna lick your fi- your figures, do it with uh moderately don't
0: don't go overboard with licking the figures yeah just a bit as a treat yeah i could this it, it's a sometimes food not an everyday food <laughs>
1: I, it's just another one of those things where it's I, I don't know whether or not to be like, yeah, we probably shouldn't deal with the lead figures, but also at the same time, it's like this is coming from an entire generation of people that basically played in puddles of lead gasoline and ate lead
0: paint chips. Yes, that is that, that you know, I've heard I've heard some some not quite outlandish theories of uh, of that's why boomers are the way that they are. Oh, it's no, it's
1: not a theory. That's an absolute 100% fact. Is that a fact? Oh, okay. I I it's it's that thing that's uh, I was just talking who is that my barber with about this and it's cuz he had to get a bunch of lead pipes in his house replaced. He bought a a, a much older house and the city was like, "Yeah, you have lead pipes, so we're going to replace them for free." And he's like, "Oh, excellent, you know." And I was talking with him and I I was like, you know, it's it's funny we're sitting here talking about how our grandparents put you know, lead and everything. And now we have to replace it. And our grandchildren are going to be sitting there going, why did
0: you put plastic in everything? And I have to get it replaced. Yes, no, that's right. Well, they, they said that there's microplastics in the atmosphere too. So, I mean, we're boned. There's microplastics everywhere. Yeah. It's boned, boned baby.
1: Yes. One thing I can, I could say is, is that most liberals will look smugly at people and go, (laughs) Hmm. i told you <laughs> it's like yeah thanks <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't listen to that npr podcast like <laughs> yeah yeah you listen you listen to a podcast you really made a difference buddy <laughs> made a difference i'm glad you separated your trash you know what good for you it's, it's all going to the same place It's funny oh uh, china that's where it's going it's all going to china all going to china yes he's got the heart yeah. of a poster baby the heart of a poster <laughs> the heart of a poster exactly yeah, the the so it's like, you, you oh, I'm handling this lead figure. I'm not going to become the Mad Hatter. You know, it's not like I'm going to I'm going to go nuts from handling this lead figure. Even if I licked the figure or you know what, even if I cut the figure up and ate it, it's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's it's the fact that like it's, it's when you have like lead gasoline putting lead fumes into the atmosphere and then people vote for Ronald Reagan <laughs> less than eight years after Nixon is impeached you know uh, dragon smash
0: <laughs> seriously
1: uh anyway i'm off my 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 rant. i'm done i'm done <laughs> I'm with off the rant meds i'm off my meds not not really I'm, I'm i'm on my meds uh yeah so we're we're a we're a very well medicated society yes. i'm i'm happy with my medications <laughs> actually no i need to get better blood med- pressure medication because mm. Reading NPR articles just makes it shoot through the roof. <laughs> um, so I wanted to uh say I just uh, w- I did my second chapter of my DD campaign. Nice with, with the fancy with the fancy tables. I, everything went well. Um I have to say that the moment of the game was when one of my players uh, intimidated and ambushed Drake and uh by growling at it and the Drake ran away. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes, they were the it was it was a good one because you know they're they're trying to create a distraction like you do in any D D game right what are you gonna do if you're gonna start a distraction Steve in a D and D game
0: uh well if you start a distraction you're going to well wait hang on distraction in game or out of game in game oh in game okay you t- you distract, you're gonna sneak uh, well no I, but I mean if like you're gonna like you're in a camp right oh like what is my character doing if I'm gonna do distraction. Yeah, uh, I uh, will see. Probably get naked.
1: <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. No, most I think most people would just set something on fire. Oh, right? yeah, that's
0: not bad. To, that's, that's,
1: not bad that's usually I mean, no offense to the, my my gamers who I know only one listens to this podcast, but setting something on fire. That's kind of basic, bitch. Distraction. <laughs> I'm just going to
0: point that out there. Should have went, went with the naked.
1: Should have went with the na- I'm. I'm actually kind of with you on that one. Yeah. Like stripping down naked
0: and then yelling, "Hey everybody, I'm naked!" Yeah, just doing, just doing the, doing the Schwarzenegger predator yell. I think that would be, I like the idea of that because you
1: know what? Most people are just not going to look at you. They're going to be like the people on the streets of Chicago when someone is naked on the street screaming.
0: Yeah, well, that's um, like, you, you. You make the enemy so uncomfortable they no longer wish to engage the party
1: yeah it's like when a grown man cries like everyone's just like really like we're just gonna ignore this yeah we're just gonna move on from this we're gonna move on from this no they set the the tents on fire and then one of my players was like i'm gonna let all of the ambush drakes out of the pen (laughs) that'll cause a distraction and i'm like you know i was like in my head going you know you're gonna get attacked by an ambush drake right Mm. and sure enough they're running away from the enemy the enemies are chasing them an ambush drakes in front of them what do they do so what does my one of my players do he screams at it and then he scores a natural 20 way to go mick (laughs) nice that's great and yes it it ran away so so now i have to work on chapter three which is all um cave terrain nice which is gonna be fun i dig it yeah it's almost already done a lot of 3d printing on that one i uh i've i've also uh, i got a game night tonight we're gonna be playing some 30k so I, i i might have some after action reports on the discord nice yes But uh, so other stuff coming out, uh, I wanted to talk about the D&D releases lately because they've kind of been on fire. The Fandelver and stuff. Yes. So have you well, they haven't shown all of them. Not all of them are released. So what just got released this month was Glory of the Giants, which we talked about on the podcast before. It's just Mm -hmm. about a bunch of giant stuff, but it also has the AI art. Yes. Which everyone is upset about.
0: It was very funny. Yeah, it's very funny um i mean it is it's hilarious the dude submitted the dude submitted art that he trained on his own ai art that he trained on his own art and just like just like man what a what a bum
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a bum
0: yeah seriously what a bum <laughs> like like you just you just you just put up schlock because you realize that no one's gonna notice and uh whoops looks like everyone except the company that you submitted the work to noticed which is funny because you know
1: I, I've been playing a lot with AI art and I was texting you the other day about it because I'm I'm working on some background stuff for 40K, but I'm also so what I'm thinking what I was going to do with it is I'm writing a, this call a Cthulhu campaign right now and I'm using uh, I, I use chat GPT just to try it out on some stuff and it actually worked fairly well for what I needed for it. Mm. And I know chat GPT, like I'm, I'm not going to use it for. Let's say you know writing the entire campaign, but I needed some like filler material for like a newspaper. It was perfect for that. Um, but what yeah, I was thinking yeah, with
0: it's, thats exactly—it's it's literally good for filler.
1: Yeah, and it was and the I was thinking about using the art for like if I was going to play the campaign online, so I could show people art of what I'm thinking something looks like, mm. and using to describe it that way. And it's actually works really well for that mm-hmm. um but and i i i think for like putting even my problem is just the art in general for dungeons and dragons is not great it's so genero fantasy oh yeah since, since, since well it's become, just since it's AI. become forgotten realms it's just like whatever it's just regurgitated i, I don't think it's that i think it's that ever since it, it dungeons and dragons got bought by wizards it's just been kind of like
0: whatever there's yeah, you're not wrong, although no. although I think the Planescape stuff looks pretty good and uh, and the st- uh, Spelljammer stuff looked good, too. But, you know, it still has that generic D&D fifth look to it. There's well, nothing yeah, they have. They have a very
1: strict. Uh, yeah, I think. But I think that's wizards, wizards in general, I know that some of the art for magic, some is really, really good. But the vast majority of it is generic fantasy art. That's not anything impressive.
0: Uh, it's 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 the Marvel
1: effect, man. It really is every and you know, what you know, it is because every once in a while, a cool artwork will pop up in magic or in Dungeons and Dragons. And it's so unique and cool looking that you're like, you can't help but say like, this stands out above everything else.
0: Yes. And it, and it is literally because of the Marvel effect. Actually, kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy would be my example of that. <laughs> I mean I
1: don't know, Do you see Guardians Three?
0: Uh I, I did I did very specifically state Guardians of the Galaxy. I have not <laughs> seen Guardians of the Galaxy Three. I, I meant the very first Guardians of the Galaxy film. That was the that was the outlier in the like, you know, all of these movies are the same thing, in my opinion.
1: Yes, you are correct. But the Is Three that bad? No, Three is just kind of gen Genero Oh it's Marvel. It's it's,
0: it's been yeah. a it's been a it's been subsumed.
1: Yeah, but it's you know it's James Gunn trying to be James Gunn. So but it's more like Marvel, 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 James Gunn, Marvel, 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 James Gunn, kind of like throughout the movie. So, yeah, the the next one I want to talk about was Planescape because they got the Planescape's coming out this month. I don't know if it's been released just yet, but it's uh, I know that the release date is this month, uh, 17th, October 17th. It comes out. It's a beautiful slipcase, just like they did with the Spelljammer one. Um, I think it comes with um, a, a DM screen, which is always nice.
0: Yeah, it's like a little slipcase, so it's got everything.
1: Yeah, and it also comes with a nice fold-out map. But here's my problem with those maps. I think I've talked about this on a podcast before. What g what what Wizards does with the maps is they perforate them and attach them to the book. So, there's people like me who want to have a really nice pristine copy of the book and material I don't want to tear out a map from my book.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. I don't want I, to
1: ruin my book to play with this. Yes. I don't want to ruin this book to play w- with the map. I, and I, but and that's the thing is like, I just don't understand why they can't put the map like in the book, like in a, like, uh, a, just like put it in there and maybe like, like seal the book. Like, yeah, with, with, probably, you'd think it wouldn't be that hard. But whatever, they that's the way they do it. But that always annoys me in that one. But I do like the, um, the wizard shift to the slipcase box sets, kind of, slipcase sets. Yeah, the, the, their, three, the
0: three mini books for not standard stuff, I like it too.
1: Yeah. I mean, that would be – I would want them to go back and do that for, like, Ravenloft. You know, they've done it for Spelljammer. They're doing it for Planescape. Let's go back and do it for Dragonlance. Let's go back and do that for – um uh, 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 Ravenloft. All mm-hmm. the other ones. Let's do it for Alcadem, Steve. Oh man, Alcadem. I know you. You want your Alcadem. I love Alcadem. Alcadem so cool. I mean, even if they released it for fifth that you wouldn't even play it.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean that that is that is true. But Alcadem still cool. <laughs> Alcadem is still cool. Um, actually, you know what I want? I know what I, I know what I want. I want a fucking Baldur's Gate three, but Alcadem. That's what I want. Yeah. Um. Also. Uh they did release Fandelver and
1: Below for uh, the Shattered Albalesque. And that yes. was back in September. So that was last month they released that. I have not yet gotten that one yet. And I, I really wanna do want to go into it because I think the Minds of Fandelver is a really good introductory introductory um campaign. I mean that's yeah. why they did it. And I think most people go through it. I would like to see what they do with like the continuation of that. Because it gives you, I think it it's supposed to take you all the way to like level 12 or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's it is and I think they're going to release another book. That's like the capstone for that as well. Oh, the cap. Yeah, so that one will probably take you up to the higher levels. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I I just their their last few releases have been really, really great. It's been like one month after the other after the other. I'm uh I'm just surprised that it's been coming out that fast and that good. Yeah, no, it's I mean, they're, they're doing they're doing well. It's, yeah. And I mean, especially because the new edition is coming out soon, <clears throat> it's supposed to be out, you know, in a couple months. but who knows? I mean, I shouldn't say it's not a new edition, Steve. It's DD1. Oh yes, D and; D next. Yeah, the one D and D. that's what it oh, is Yes one and D1. It's one D and D. Yes,
0: yes, yes, that's one So it's so stupid. so ungodly stupid i mean they're terrified of calling it another edition bro i mean no but but it's just a stupid name for it. they should just call it dungeons and dragons that is that is actually the smartest thing they should do they should they should literally just not like they should literally get rid of the concept of additions and just call everything dungeons and dragons and not ever mention new additions or anything like that if they want to keep the game rolling like that forever it's very easy you just you never say anything and you know and when you release a new 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 core book you just discontinue the old core book you don't say shit you just keep yeah. it rolling you just say updated core book yup you're like up oh, yep new players hand like uh, hey uh players handbook 2025 is, is out and people will just be like oh a new player's handbook it's like it's like can it's like can you still use the old one yeah sure this one's better you know what that's absolutely right because that's where
1: they're going to make their money because smart old-timey gamers like us we're going to look at that and we're going to go okay it's they're not calling it a six ed handbook or a seventh ed handbook but we will come up with some term for it like we would say oh they got the 2024 handbook the 24 handbook or it's we'll call it the six ed handbook um Mm -hmm. but most players who are you know young and dumb and full of Mm cum will say we'll be like I need, uh, I need to buy the, I'm going to bring my player's handbook and then they're going to come to the table and everyone has the 2024 handbook and they got a 2016 handbook or whatever. And they're like, yeah, whatever. It's, it's all the same. It
0: doesn't really matter. We're not playing with the actual rules. We're making this all up as we go. I mean, that's true. Most, most people don't play. I mean, and, and not, and not and, this is not a slam because most of the time people ignore rules that are really bad. Uh, is most people don't play with the full rules. Um, no, it's because in most cases the full rules aren't fun or, or the full rules are like a bludgeon. And some dude's like, um, actually, uh, <laughs> if you uh, if you don't allow a five foot step, uh, and it's like, shut, it's like, shut up, dude. Like, we're fucking, we're, we're pretending to be fucking warriors. Like, leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretending to be elves. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, fuck off. Like, like it doesn't really matter like just have fun like yeah it, there's like there's no th- there are no fucking stakes it is it is a it is a role-playing game we're we're having fun like calm down buddy
1: yeah, no, you're you're absolutely 100 percent right. And that's my feeling on it, too. Yeah.
0: And I, and I get like, you know, and like and of course, the 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 the, uh, the the most cringe thing, the D&D sweat lord will be like, well, if you if you if you're not going to enforce all the rules, why bother to have rules anyway? And it's like it's it's literally just a guideline to, to help you have fun and make make, you know, it's so you don't have the um, my bullet bounces off of your invisible shield. Uh, and then like oh yeah well your invisible shield actually is retroactively turned into a gravity well and sucks the bullet back to you like it's so you don't have that so you have random chance because you know what random chance does it makes it interesting like oh your character tries to make a big jump do they succeed oh they do like well done oh they fail what are the consequences what are the consequences of success and failure adding the chance is what makes it interesting I think
1: uh, I think you've said it best that if you want to play a game where there is no chance, you play chess.
0: That's right. Yeah. And if you like, want to play a game where you want to sweat about the rules, play a fucking minis game. Don't play an RPG.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to sweat about the rules, yeah, just 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 play chess because also true. There's only w- literally a one. One, t- one moment of chance in chess, and it's when you pick your color.
0: It's, that's that's it. true. It is. Uh, it's, it, it, you, you get a what I think it's a a three percent win increase chance.
1: Yeah, that's about it. And then yeah. you can You maybe can impress Anya
0: Taylor Joy in her role in the uh, Queen's Gambit. Oh, yes. No, that for me, I, I, you know, I like uh, I, I do. I do like the concept of chess, uh, but I do not have the memory to play chess. Not like being able to remember all of the fucking moves, counter moves, gambits. I was like, like, bro, I'm fucking struggling as it is just to try and learn Japanese. I ain't going to try and fucking throw chess in the mix. Yeah, I think I think what people
1: should do, most gamers should do is like they should memorize like maybe like five or six opening moves. And then, like, so that way, if you do have a sit-down game with some people, at least you have a fighting chance.
0: Yeah, like, basically, that that's feeling too. I, I think it's it's a lot, you know, it's it's kind of like uh, it's like it's like fighting games. If everyone's playing at the same skill level, it doesn't really matter, and like you'll have a good time. The problem is when there's a skill mismatch. It's just like it's so pointless. Like it's so fucking pointless to like play. So oh, yeah, uh, you know, so that, that's the thing with chess. It's like you know, who are you playing with? Are you playing with someone who knows how to play chess? Because if you if they if they really know, you're just gonna get smoked. Like it, there's no point. Oh. Um, so do you have any other gaming stuff that's uh upcoming? Anything interesting? Uh, no, not really. It's it's kinda kinda quiet right now, but I mean this is the time of year where it's quiet. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they're gonna have the big Christmas release. I think
1: Warhammer World is doing their thing next weekend. It might even be this weekend. No, it's next weekend. Hmm. Um, so that way we'll we'll see the new releases. They're gonna supposedly supposedly according to my sources, that's when the big Warhammer Old World release is gonna be. That's when they're going to make a big announcement, or at least there will be a big announcement. I don't know if it's going to be the release date or anything like that, but there's going to be a big old world world uh, announcement. So that's going to be interesting. I'm excited about the old world, man. I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, you know what else is a book? What's something the d d has? Uh, there, it's not been released yet, but it's going to be released is the uh, book of many things, the deck of many oh, things. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they get you get the book, with the book of many things, and it comes, and you could
0: buy it with a uh, a deck of cards. Yeah, there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a huge like campaign thing for it, and like uh, you can customize the deck to like bring it into your game, which is yeah, pretty cool. yeah, it looks interesting. I was like, I really like the the card game. I'm
1: I'm so I'm gonna have to pick up the cards of many things because why not? Mm. <laughs> um. So anyway, back to what I was saying. Oh, I, I wanted to uh, hit a 3D printing. Uh, campaign for uh kickstarter that i wanted to talk about um and this is going to be right up your alley right. because the uh it, it's a napoleon game and i know we talked a little bit about that uh all right all right we're, we're out we're out of my alley we're out of my alley already <laughs> we're not going to play no napoleon steve you playing no napoleons move your napoleons over there yeah
0: yeah What's i do like their,
1: i do like their tall hats but that's it Ooh, what army are you playing england oh who's napoleon (laughs) um yes uh so there's this guy his name is uh lucas luber i think he's from uh either germany or something like that but he's done a bunch of 3d miniature like campaigns for napoleonics and this is where i get a lot of my stuff for silver bayonets is from his stuff because it's so good his sculpting is extraordinary and he creates really nice 3d sculpts from them. So I would really take a lot. He's, he's got a new campaign out. It's called um, the Danube campaign. So you can get either the figures in 3d for 3d printing, or you could get them in metal. So he's doing both. All right. I dig it. Yeah. So you can, if you don't have a 3d printer or you don't want to deal with resin, you can buy the specific figures you want in the, in the metal and have those or you could just you know get the 3d prints and print out as many as you want but what makes his stuff nice is he's got a lot of variation and a lot of goofy shit too so if you want like he his one that he did that recently that i really really enjoyed was he did one it was about like like in the alps right it was um let's see if i could find it it was like the alps of flame that's what it was and it was about just like uh these germans who rebelled in, during napoleonic time but there are all of these figures in lederhosen that you can have so i really was excited about that because i've never seen like napoleonics with lederhosen before and
0: been,
1: <laughs> uh, i am not german myself so i'm not familiar with lederhosen but i i love an idea of a figure with lederhosen and you know all those bavarians they dressed all you know so chumly it's mm. you know they got the little the little hats with the feathers in them and that's All right. That and, one's and
0: the polka, the boom, 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 boom Yeah.
1: Boom, 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 boom. Exactly. Except I heard that the 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 the, the, the Germans with the later hose in this specific campaign were like awful Catholics who were like refused to get vaccines and stuff.
0: Oh, like how, <laughs> how
1: American!
0: How <laughs> American! How
1: American of them! <laughs> Absolutely. But I, I, I. So this will come out tomorrow. So there'll be like three days left in the campaign. Uh, so if you do have a 3D printing and you want to get into uh, Silver Bayonet, this is a really good entry level for it because you get some – you get French figures. You get um, – I think you get some some Bavarians on there. No, wait. This is – this oh, Austrians. That's what you get. Some Austrians in it, Hungarians. So you get lots of like cool – you get a good, a good smattering of figures for Silver Bayonet if you're interested in it. I'm hoping that after – the auction and I get some money, at least I'm I'm hoping that I can pick up not only the expansions to Silver Bayonet, but I really want to pick up that World War One game, um, the Doggerland front game, uh, a war transformed, because I really want to give like a decent um, deep dive of it on the on the podcast. I want to go into the rules a little bit, Do because I think that this could be like the next hot, like old person game, like the next hot side game. Yeah, the next hot side game, the the old people game, so we could keep that in mind on that one. Um, speaking of, uh, I was thinking that we what we should do, me and you, we should ask our listeners to talk like they want us to deep dive one game, right? So like, let's say they want us to do seventh C, um, like me and you could like take a deep dive into the history of those games in particular. Oh, that's talkable. Yeah, and talk about like what was cool about them, what sucked about them, and why they failed eventually. Because all games fail eventually.
0: Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have them, pay, you know, suggest a game, suggest a game to us, and we can do that. That would be cool. We'll take a deep. We'll take a little
1: bit of a deep dive into it, and they'll give Steve a chance to look at some rules. Like, cause he, you know, he, you won't buy the actual books. You'll like probably. I'll, I'll look at the rules. Yeah, you'll look at the rules online for whatever, because they're probably all scanned at this point. Yeah, well, most most dead games are just just
0: fucking widely available. So yeah,
1: so I mean, if you guys if you guys have made it to this part of the podcast and you guys think of a game in particular, um, we'll we'll put it up on the Discord. Maybe you guys can vote on it. What game? So like, Seven C or uh, Legend of the Five Rings, yeah. Vor the Maelstrom, <laughs> the Maelstrom. <laughs> There's a game named after a very very specific fetish. Um, <laughs> Vor. <laughs> i love the idea of vor the maelstrom it's just like people versus squigs that's all that game was right yeah pretty much all right um so that's about it for this cast um if you really if you want to get in contact with us you go to the game classy facebook page the game classy facebook page gives you the link to the game classy discord that's, that's the where discord talk. is where we talk um just the that's invite is talk it's true yep the invites underneath the um Welcome uh, the for the for the post. But also I also put it up generally on the actual podcast itself. I've been putting it in the actual description. So if you maybe see it somewhere you want to copy and paste that link, that'll get you there as well. But yeah, we're we're fairly active on there. We got a fairly active community. It's a lot of fun stuff. Um, and that's where you'll get to vote on if what we get to deep dive into. Yeah, no, that sounds good. I like the idea. That's- All right. And then. Uh, you could also uh, like, comment, subscribe on the iTunes. You could like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube's. The YouTube's for some odd reason still up there. People will occasionally watch the videos. Get like thirty watches. Uh, so hey, Google. now that
0: you, now that Google's getting rid of uh, Google Podcasts and shifting it to YouTube Music for podcasts, that's going to matter more, I think. I don't know any of the words that you just said. Well, now you do.
1: Um, if you want to see more of my stuff, you could go to the game uh, game uh, at uh game classy joe that's what it is i couldn't think of my own handle on on the instagram uh i've been posting a lot of my sons of horror stuff i've been working on for adepticon this year nice uh, i will be doing the team tournament for adepticon
0: nice yeah
1: well the, the the 30k team tournament because i can't play the 40k team tournament that's too much
0: that's too much there's too many rules i know i get scared it's too it's too aggressive <laughs> I mean they're, they're, I the, the most the most yelling I've ever seen have always has always been from the 40k team tournament so you're not wrong. Yeah, I mean let's let's face it Adepticon is a
1: 40k tournament. Adepticon is just a 40k convention. So everything the, else is on the side.
0: It's where the sweat lords go. But yeah, no, I, I do like playing not 40k at Adepticon. It's pretty fun. <laughs> not I, you're correct on that one. You're not gonna go to Adepticon this year, correct? No, 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 no. I I am not.
1: No, 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 no.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: Uh, all right. Um, so and if you want, Steve is still banned on all major platforms.
0: Ah, but I am on Blue Sky now.
1: Oh, you're on Blue Sky?
0: Dun, I am on Blue dun, Sky. Dun, dun, dun. Well, what's your handle on Blue Sky? I am commandthrow.bsky.social. I think everyone's .bsky.social, but I'm Command Throw on there. So.
1: Oh, well, there you go. So I, you're going to have
0: to remind me on that one on the podcast because that's too much. Yes, 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 yes. Blue, blue Sky. We're blue skying it up. We're blue sky. It's, it's nice. So far, I follow a uh, Keith stack, uh Kevin and Bodega Cats and Possum every hour. It's nice. Oh, Bodega Cats. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the thing I like about it the most is that it doesn't have an algo. So, like, I don't see stupid shit constantly, like 24 nice. uh, seven, which is which is great. The, the only algo is the stuff you see from people you follow. Uh, oh. and, and like you can go to instead of like if you want to see the closest thing they have to an algorithm there's a tab which is called popular with friends which is like stuff that people you already follow are liking and retweeting that you might not have seen oh that's fun it's yes. nice all right so uh steve until next time um i had something amusing to say but i forgot i forgore. game classy